You are now entering Armbar Audio. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Armbar Audio. I'm your host, Tim Farley, and next to me is my trusted companion, John Gerns. What's up, everybody? Today, we are here to talk about our two favorite wrestling and television shows, AEW Dynamite and NXT. Yeah! We're going to kick it off with AEW Dynamite. Um, I'm going to start, actually, by saying that both shows this week were... I looked at them as a return to form because they were both amazing. And uh, it was great to see because I have found myself becoming quite bored in recent weeks with pretty much all wrestling. And I think that it was because we had that run of uh, shows that were pre-recorded. And now we are back to the live format, which I think helped greatly both shows. Yes, and for AEW, instead of Chris Jericho and Tony Schiavone, we got Tony Schiavone, JR, and Excalibur back, which was nice to hear. JR had some good good stuff throughout the evening. Very much so. Uh, we're going to kick it off with Dynamite. Dynamite started with a uh, pretty decent match. Between the bad boy Joey Janela and one Mr. Cody Rhodes. Yes, there was a disaster kick off of the ropes and then a moonsault off the stage by Cody. Uh, super kicks by Janela. Um, and then he had a top rope elbow drop for two. There was uh, Janela caught Cody midair and Germaned him. He hit a huge lariat but didn't follow up with a pin. Which was weird, and they even commented about it on commentary. Yeah. Uh, Cody hit a Cody cutter off the top for two. Both threw hands with Janela getting the upper hand, but Cody hit a crossroads out of nowhere for the win. It's good that Cody got a win before his match at double or nothing. Um, I would have to agree. This was Janela's best match with AEW so far. Yeah, I'd say that. I'd definitely agree with that. Which still isn't saying too much. Uh, Like, I didn't... I want to see the the indie Janela. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And it doesn't have to do with being hardcore. Because I've seen him do moves. Yeah. I just don't know what it is, man. Something's not... Something's not connecting. Right. I think our next contest was... Yes. Um, it was the returning Native Beast, Nyla Rose, in action against uh, Kenzie Page, who I found out today is a mere 18 years of age. Yes. Uh, before they got into the match, they did a nice video package on the women division especially highlighting Britt Baker, Hikaru Shida, Penelope Ford, and Nyla Rose. Um, Tony Schiavone tried to interview Nyla before the match, and Nyla basically told him to hit the bricks. To do the job, yeah. Do his job. Um, 
She said she was the greatest force in the women's division. Uh, this was basically it's a hard squash. to argue. Nyla tossed her around and hit a lariat. She hit a big German and a swanton bomb, but Nyla stopped the count, then hit three power bombs in succession for the win. As Sheeta, Statlander, and Baker watched from the crowd. Yeah. So, the match itself was pretty much a squash. Um, but not like the worst possible squash you could have. Uh, Nyla looks great. Nyla, uh, great to see the title back on the show. Great to see the Beast back on the show. I've missed her. I agree. We're going to move on to... It was... Frankie Kazarian going one-on-one with the AEW World Champion John Moxley in what was Frankie Kazarian's first singles match in AEW Dynamite history. This was uh, very good. A lot of chain and mat wrestling. Uh, They threw a lot of hands. Um, An arm drag and a leg lariat by Kaz. But Moxley back body dropped Kaz out of the ring. Uh, Moxley hit Kazarian with a Russian leg sweep into a barricade. Uh, Backstabber and Unprettier by Kaz for two. Kaz blocks the paradigm shift and locks in a three-in-one submission. Um, The paradigm shift came out of nowhere for the win in a great match. Uh, But following this great match, we got to find out who Moxley will be... JR mentioned during the match, who's Moxley going to wrestle a double or nothing? There has to be someone. It's not like he's not going to wrestle someone. Right. We found out. Uh, the Dark Order attacked Moxley. SCU came down, but the Dark Order put them down as well. Brody Lee came down and cracked Daniel's head with a chair. And then he had a discus lariat to Moxley. Brody said he's here to answer the bounty you put on your own head last week. No one's here to save you. This is the energy you feel now. Brody is not the same as in the past and now is a success. Moxley is an unfortunate soul who possesses what Brody wants and desires, something he needs. Brody challenges Moxley for the crown jewel of wrestling, the AEW world title. Are you a movie star, an MMA fighter, or a scared fatherless boy from Cincinnati? Yeah. Answer or we will make you. To this... Dean Ambrose said, all you had to do was ask, dude, all you had to do was ask and laughed. And Brody just booted him down. And the minions started beating down Moxley again. And Brody took the belt. John, what do you think about this matchup? Uh, The matchup between Brody and Moxley? Yeah. Oh, I'm 100% here for it. I'm very excited for Double or Nothing. Now with some of the stuff that we've had announced. Uh... I don't think it's going to come up while we're talking about it, so I'll say it here. Uh, they also announced that MJF will be taking on Jungle Boy at Double or Nothing. So that'll be pretty sweet to see. They announced the Casino you... Ladder match as well. Yeah, the Casino Ladder match. Which is um, like uh, a Money in the Bank match. Yeah. Interested to see what happens there. What kind of spin uh, AEW puts on it. So you don't think there's any merit to people saying... That all of the AEW main events are two former WWE guys? Uh, 
if there is merit to it, I <laughs> I don't. How am I gonna say this without being rude? Why not be rude? Uh, I don't give a flying fuck if the AEW main events are between former WWE people. Because every main event in WWE right now is between former Ring of Honor people, or former NXT people, or former TNA people, or former New Japan people, or former WCW people. Blah, 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 blah. Everybody comes from somewhere. Everybody comes from somewhere. You can't wrestle for 20 years and be new in a one-year-old company. Right. And I'd like to add that uh, if people actually watch the shows... They'd realize how much AEW has done differently with and how, yeah, these, how vastly different these talents. The talents are. It's sickening. The internet is sickening. Um, are we moving on? Yes. Okay. Coming up next. Oh, it's a good one. We had Lance Archer decimating QT Marshall. Well, maybe not decimating. He definitely, um, it was a better match against Archer than anybody else has put up so far. But I was very impressed to see him uh, able to hit the big moves on people bigger than Marco Stone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Marshall hit a springboard in Zaguri and a splash um, and a suplex, which was, I was kind of in awe that they let him get that much offense on Archer. Um, well, to, to be fair, they are also building him as a tag team star currently. At one point in the match, Britt Baker tried hitting QT Marshall with her shoe, and Brandy took it and threw it. Um, so you did that shit. Before, hold on, before the match, Brandy talked and says that it's not 1991 anymore, and if Jake slaps her, she will hit back. Don't fuck with people you don't know. You yeah. keep my name out of your dirty old mouth. Boy, oh boy, did it get dirty. Uh, <laughs> after Archer beat QT with the blackout and the EBD claw, Britt Baker comes out. DDT's Brandy on the outside. Oh, it didn't come out. It jumped the, the rail. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whatever. Um, she DDT'd Brandy on the outside. Threw her in, and Jake covered Brandy with the snake, and he's back to got on tricks. Got on top of her like he was in the missionary position. Yeah, it was weird. And but then like they, he kind of put the snake like where her crotch region was. So it was like you dirty old bastard. Like he's afraid. I think no, I don't know this, but I think he was going for. Like when Stone Cold would stun people and scream in their face. Mm. I think that's what he was going for. Totally not how it came across. I think it was just doing what he used to do. You know? Like, I, just... I, I mean, I, I, to be fair, I wasn't alive at the time, but did he used to like hump people after beating them? Not men. Yeah, but d how many women had he beat? They weren't doing that back then. Right. <laughs> it was it was freaky, man. It was freaky. But I guess he's supposed to be like creepy and hate hated hateable. Right. So yeah. 
Taz asked Darby Allen how he's Taz. feeling, and Darby didn't respond. Taz said he'd love to help Darby, and Darby stormed off, which was interesting. Wonder if there's something going on. Weird there. that they did not address the uh, the screwy finish at all to the Cody Darby match. Taz said something about it. He said he that Cody found a way to defeat your. I mean, yeah, but like, kind of thought we'd at least get a promo. Eh. But maybe it'll be coming. Uh, maybe, I mean, Lance Archer's definitely going to pummel Cody at double or nothing. So, maybe after the match, Darby will run out and... Are, are they going to make Cody the heel or Darby the heel? What do you think? I'm hoping after Cody loses the Archer, he starts changing his ways. Yeah, I was going to say we might even see Darby attack after the match of Double or Nothing. That'd be interesting. I I want Cody and Darby to stop being a mini-feud and just be a full-blown feud. Because they're magic in the ring. <laughs> what if Darby Allen wins the casino uh, ladder match? And they have some. And goes type after of, the TNT title instead of the. And they have something title. like that. Yeah. And Cody, puts, wants him to put the, chance for the title on the line. Okay. And beats Darby and, and finds that's the how loophole. Cody gets the title shot. That'd be pretty sick. Yes. Yes. Uh, next week for AEW Dynamite. There's a mini fantasy booking for you. Brody Lee versus Christopher Daniels. MJF will be back in action. Jurassic Express versus Best Friends. An interview oh, that one. with Jake Roberts and Lance Archer. And Jericho is back in action. And Sheeta versus Statlander versus Baker versus Penelope Ford. Ford. Which should be very interesting. Definitely. Moving on to the main event of AEW Dynamite. The... Hands down, most chaotic uh, street fight I've ever witnessed in my life. Yeah. Um, it was incredible. If I wanted to have all the pictures that I wanted to have, this video would be 20 minutes long. Well, this segment would be 20 minutes long. Uh, it was Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara, known collectively as late sex gods, against uh, Kenny Omega and Broken Matt Hardy. Uh, the match started uh, hot and heavy in the ring. Hot and heavy. I shouldn't have said that. The <laughs> match started off uh, gangbusters in the ring. Um, uh, pretty short into the match, uh, Jericho and Hardy fought to the back. And upon emerging from the back, Matt Hardy was no longer broken, but was his original uh, Matt Hardy version one self, which was... Intriguing. Yep, and he splashed. He hit a splash off of a ladder through a table on Sammy Guevara. He also bit Sammy's hand. Uh, he hit a razor's edge bomb for two. Uh, Omega hit the Hardy Boy spot in the corner where he jumped off Matt Hardy's back yeah. with the leg lariat. Uh, there was a. There was just. So a, I wanted to bring something up here. Um. So Matt Hardy is using the twist of fate as a, a setup for the uh, 
he doesn't do a swanton. He 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 does a senton or a leg drop. So I don't think they're allowed to say twist of fate on dynamite. No, I don't think so either because they didn't because say because Jeff still works for WWE and Jeff still uses the move. I that was just something I noticed that yeah, multiple times he hit the it. multiple times he hit the move. And it's been the twist of fate for as long as they've been around. <laughs> right. When I see that move. Or right? the, uh, they didn't call the other move that he does. What's that? Like the urinagi where he sits out. Oh, the side effect. Yeah. They yeah, didn't they say that it. either. Is that? Jeff doesn't use that, though. He should have been able to keep that. It's just interesting. It's something that I noticed. Um, because when I see that move, I think twist of fate. <laughs> yeah. So... They go through the stands and up into Daly's place. Matt hits Jericho and Hager with a lead pipe and throws Jericho into an ice. I know uh, I know. I say it every time. Daly's place is a fantastic venue. I love that place so much. If I ever get the chance, I'm going. Into an ice holder. Jericho grabbed a big bag of ice and hit Hardy. Then Hager and Which, Jericho. Which, by the way, would hurt like a bitch. Yes. I, I saw that, and that was the most brutal thing in the match to to me. I was like, oh my god. He got hit with a bag of ice. All the jagged edges. <laughs> then Hager and Jericho threw Hardy into the ice chest and Omega bashed everyone with a garbage can. Uh, Sammy threw Omega into an ATM and found some cash. Um, Amazing. Omega powerbombs Sammy into a garage door and then stops Hager, but Jericho runs a cart into Omega. Uh, Omega breaks a wet caution floor sign off Jericho's back. Damascus rises from the ice chest and gets in a golf cart and asks for these events to be documented. He clipped Jericho. I marked out when he said that. (laughs) He clipped Jericho, picked up Omega, and chased down Sammy and ran him over. This is the photo. This is the photo of the fucking week. Where this, there are so many memes with this photo. It's where, it's where Matt Hardy and Kenny were chasing Sammy. And you can see Matt Hardy's hair is insane. And Omega, I saw uh, somebody on Twitter said that he looked like Matt I. Moody when they were chasing down, uh, um, in one of the Harry Potter movies. I can't think of it right now, but. He did. He definitely did. Um, it, and I saw a tweet talking about all. It, it was um, at Andy Nimity on Twitter was talking about all the firsts in this match. Uh, first costume change in an ice box. First ATM spot with money. First um, first sizzle at moonsault. And I brought up shockingly not the first ever golf cart chase in a wrestling match. Because at WrestleMania 17, uh, it happened in the Raven versus Kane versus Big Show hardcore title match. So, I love everything about it was perfect. And uh, the best part was when Matt Hardy asked Omega, Omega <laughs> if he wanted to indulge in being a spot monkey. Yeah. Would you like to indulge? <laughs> Before uh, Sammy got off the table, but. Omega hit that huge moonsault anyway. Uh, hit the huge moonsault off the scissor lift. 
which led to Santana the Shield powerbomb. Santana Ortiz came out, triple powerbomb to Damascus through the tables. Jericho powerbombs Omega on top of the golf cart and then hits the Judas effect for the win. And then and the most insane the, street fight. The inner circle logo appears on the Tron at, at uh, Jaguar Stadium. I'm a little bit sad that they didn't make it all the way onto the field. That would have been fantastic. Yeah, I think that was like a practice field or something. Yeah. No, that was the actual stadium. Daly's place is connected to where the Jaguars play. I understand, but if you look at where they were, it did, that was not a 50 eh, yard. Yeah, it, it, it did look pretty small. Yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> the big giant name, the inner circle up on the big screen was awesome. And they all gave the finger, as per usual. AEW Dynamite this week gets a... A plus from me. Correct. We're moving on to uh, WWE's Wednesday night offering, NXT. NXT kicked off with what I thought was a very good match. Again, uh, Dominic Dajakovic against the newly evil Johnny Gargano. I like Johnny's new music. Definitely love it. And I love the new, uh, the, the new slogan, um, All Heart, No Soul. I liked uh, Johnny and like Candice being more involved in Johnny's matches. Dijakovic, we know what you're you know what you're gonna get out of him, and Johnny awesome. just did a lot of dastardly things like taking off the rolling up with the tights, uh, taking off the turnbuckle pad. Um, he eventually Bring won his inner way. Yona, huh? Bringing out his 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 inner Yona. Yeah, <laughs> Gargano Rana. Dijakovic face first into the exposed turnbuckle and hit a DDT, which they're calling the one final beat for the win. Uh, yes, it was a good match and a good opener for NXT. Very good opener. We then see Imperium, and they challenge for the NXT tag titles. Which I believe they made official. Is that next week or two weeks? I'll talk about it. Okay. Oh, he is. He does appear on the show. You're right. Uh, we got continuing the interim cruiserweight championship tournament. We have from Group B Akira Tozawa versus Gentleman Jack Gallagher. Not not so gentlemanly anymore. That no. Jack Gallagher character. No, he has tattoos. I don't know if they told you by now, but he has oh, tattoos. Yeah. Guys, guys, did you know? Did you see? Did you know he that has, Jack tattoos. has tattoos? Holy shit. Jack Gallagher has tattoos. Britt Baker's a dentist. And uh, JR can't pronounce names. My God. Uh, <laughs> Tozawa ended up winning with the big senton. Uh, he's 2-0. and Tozawa says he never wrestled Phantasma and he doesn't know him but will beat him. Uh, this was a good little a match. Claim. Uh, I would have liked to have seen more offense out of Gallagher. But, you know, you are where you are on the totem pole, man. Is what it is. We had Zia Lee versus Chelsea Green for some reason. Um. <laughs> yeah, Aaliyah came down during the match and distracted Lee. <laughs> Lee boots her, but Green turns her around and hits Zia with the I'm prettier. Which looks terrible. Looks like a terrible version of the Unprettier. Um, well, that's because that's what it is. 
Afterwards, Robert Stone gives Aaliyah his hand and they walk off. Looks like Aaliyah is going to be in their squad now. Big fucking deal. Representing the Robert Stone brand. The prestiged of the much sought after Robert Stone brand. I will say, the only thing I liked about this match was Charles Green's shout out to the Laurel Van Ness character coming out wearing the wedding train. Yeah. That's the only thing I liked about it. ZOE deserves better. Uh, Chelsea Green could be better if she wasn't with that dumbass Robert Stone. Um, that's all I got to say why, about that. Why Aaliyah? Why is Aaliyah still employed? Yeah, why Aaliyah? Anyway, without um, with, without Vanessa Bourne, Aaliyah does nothing. She didn't do anything anyway. <laughs> what everybody's talking about the entrance of the goddamn century Carrie and Cross and Scarlet debut the entrance entrance is absolutely stunning into horrifying black and white with fog as Scarlet sings the end is here and fallen prey until it just repeats fallen prey over the speakers and red lights strobe the room I am... absolutely sick I am so ready for You Know What 19 to be over and to start hearing crowds screaming Fall and Pray in tune with with Cross's entrance. I am ready for that to happen because I know it's going to happen. Cross uh, wrestled Evolve wrestler Leon Ruff. He hit two Doomsday Saito suplexes and then hit... Locked in a cross jacket submission and immediately tapped Ruff out. I guess this was sick. This is possibly one of the best debuts NXT has done in very recent memory. Um, it's a better debut than Kushida had, for sure. For sure. And I think that it's very, very telling that this. Debut was so awesome, and there was no life. They're rock. putting their money into Cross, man. They definitely are putting money into Cross, and they freaking, and Scarlet, and they should, because nobody else did, and nobody else would. Well, I mean, Impact did. Impact, Impact did. screwed up, and Cross waited around until yeah. he got the right call. But I think there were a lot of companies willing to give Cross a try. AEW would have um, Lucha Underground. MLW had him Did. for a couple times. MLW had him with the White Rabbit gimmick, which was really awesome. You mean Lucha Underground? What did, what, what did I say? MLW, I think. You said MLW. I said yeah, Lucha then, Underground. Yeah, then it screwed you up, I think. You bastard. Fuck it. You're, you're an animal. You're messing me up. <laughs> anyway, we see Matt Riddle and Timothy Thatcher. And Matt Riddle says Imperium uh, ruined the Newly Bro show, which is unforgivable. He asked Tim if he's down for the title defense, and Tim says, you knock them out, and I'll tap them out. So, next week. Please make that a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> next week, we're getting Thatcher and Riddle putting the belts on the line against Axel Dieter Jr., Marcel Barthel, and uh, Fabian One second, Eichner. I had no idea who you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Like, what? Uh, yeah, that's next week. So, uh, 
then we got the NXT women's title match that everyone wants to see. Oh my god, are we going to see Io Shirai pull out all of her moves? Of course not. Or are we going to see it just a bell-to-bell banger of a match? No, because it's not TakeOver. Correct. Io Shirai versus Charlotte. Uh, the only thing that saved this match for me was that the finish didn't hurt Io. Yeah. Shirai did hit a big hurricane run off the top. Charlotte hit a big boot and missed a moonsault. Uh, Shirai hit a 6-1-9. Then the double knees in the corner. Io went for a moonsault, but Charlotte got the knees up. Uh, Io missed a moonsault to the outside, and Charlotte hit Io with a kendo stick. Yeah. Thus uh... making it disqualification. And Charlotte attacks the leg of Io. I gotta say, they. It it, it was clear that Io wasn't gonna win here. So I'm glad that they they did a good job of making it look like Charlotte did that because she couldn't beat Io. Right. So. Then Charlotte went after the leg of Io, but Rhea Ripley comes out and runs Charlotte off. Io screams at Rhea up the ramp. Rhea keeps telling her to shut up, which I thought was hilarious. Awesome. Rhea says she's sick of Charlotte Flair and wants to see if Charlotte could beat her again. Io comes over and they argue and the scuffle till it gets broken Whoa. up. So I imagine we're going to have a number one contenders match between Rhea and Io. Or a three-way match eventually. Maybe something of that nature. We definitely just almost lost power. Yeah. <laughs> But I think we're okay. Because it doesn't say that we drop frames. So we're, I think we're good. Did you drop trowel? Uh, earlier, but not right now. Oh, okay. Next. What? Do you have anything else to <laughs> yeah. say? No. Alright. Eo still looks strong. So that's... If that... If it would have been a straight up pinfall finish... I would have shut off NXT. If it would have been a pinfall finish, it better have been a better fucking match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We had, uh, I'd say, match of the night. Match of the night. Match of the night. Kushida finally bringing out all he can do against one Jake Atlas. Bro, let me tell you. This <laughs> Jake Atlas is the future. Definitely. He hit some sweet offense. Like, he... He, hit, he threw his body off the top rope like a springboard and then came off with an arm drag, which was wild. Uh, and then he did a handstand and Kushida just kicked him in the face. Um, <laughs> there was a somersault sent on off the top to Atlas to the outside. Uh, pump kick in German to Kushida by Atlas. A backflip into a neck breaker by Atlas. But, Atlas, you went to the ropes too many times. He springboarded off, and in midair, Kushida caught him into an arm breaker, which was beautiful, and immediately tapped Atlas out. Kushida, who is also Japanese, who's oh. on the other side of the, the block, he's, he's in the B block, is 2-0. And says he's going to win to honor all the former Cruiserweight champions in the past. And time will tell. Is it... Is it weird that the two Japanese stars are doing the best in the round robin style tournament? 
<laughs> Wonder if Triple H is like, oh shit, all the New Japan fans are pissed off now that Best of Super Juniors is dead. So I guess we could push Kushida and Tozawa now. And give them a tournament in that style. And if that's what happened, thank you, Triple H. Because it has made the pain a little less not having Best of the Super Juniors having a tournament of this style on NXT. Yes. We are moving on to... Uh, we got stuff before that. Okay. Talk about it because I don't have Finn any... Finn Balor says he thought the biggest snakes in this place were in the office. I have the But now he's office. not sure. Wrestling 101. Attack the guy and get the push. But then the bell rings. Then you're in the ring with the prince and there's nowhere to hide. Finn Balor is patient, but to whoever attacked him, the push you're expecting won't be a push. It'll be a squash. Cameron Grimes versus Denzel Desjardins. Grimes missed the cave-in and two belly-to-belly suplexes by Desjardins. But too bad because the cave-in hits and Grimes wins. Now I remember. Uh, (laughs) We... We kept referring to that Dejon as lowercase e throughout the match. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He wasn't as big as Big Earl. He wasn't as big as Big E. But, and it wasn't anything like that. It, it was just because he was wearing a singlet. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Grimes says the times are changing and it's grime time. He says he deserves better than this. That's a t-shirt. Then he starts talking shit on Balor. For saying like, he, no wasn't, he wasn't the one. But if he was, he would blah, 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 blah. And if he was here, he'd slap him in the face. And Balor... Whoops. Balor (laughs) confronts him and says, No, slap me in the face. Come on, slap me in the face. Cameron Grimes wants none of it. But Balor takes him down, stomps him, hits a sling blade, looks into the camera, and says he's going to find the snake and chop off its head. The cave-in is an awesome move. Yes. I pop every time he hits it. Next week, we will have Grimes versus Balor. I'm going to have a graphic soon that's a thumbs up that says, John likes this. (laughs) Uh, John, who do you think the the snake is? Jake Roberts. Oh, wait, no. Uh, um, Who who attacked Finn Balor? It can't be Kevin Owens every time. Uh... (laughs) I know who I want it to be. Karrion Cross. No. No. I mean, it seems like Cross might have something going on with Champa. Champa, yeah. I would uh, really, I really, know, really I want it to be Tyler Bate. Tyler, Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate? Of all people? I want them to fight so bad. It'd be so oh, good. did it? Yeah, didn't Bauer do something to Tyler Bate? Like, got in his face after yeah. the John yeah, yeah, yeah. match. So, yeah, Tyler Bate makes sense. Maybe even Trent Seven. Maybe. I think on, it'd be on cool. behalf of Tyler Bate. But either way, who knows? Their mustache mountain. Mom. We're probably Tyler wrong. Seven. We're probably wrong, but here's the wishful thinking. Are, 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 are you sure it wasn't Lucha House Party? No, those are the guys in the Lucha masks. But we, we didn't see who it was. It could have been. They weren't there this week. That's because Phantasma wasn't there. 
They're looking for him. They're after him, dude. But they already took Joaquin Wilde and Raul Mendoza. Couldn't they have taken Jake Atlas? No, or he's too new. Jack Gallagher? He has tattoos now. Oh, they want to steal Jack Gallagher. No one wants Jack Gallagher. No. Bring back the pretty ice. umbrella or get off my television. Yeah. Jack. <laughs> Main event time. It was, ooh, Velveteen Dream against Adam Cole, baby. Good stuff. Good stuff. Cole slapped Dream, but Dream slapped him back a thousand times worse. Super kick and Dream stopped the last shot with a huge spine buster. Dream DDT for two. A lot of explosive offense by Dream. Uh, Dream came off the top, but got super kicked. Dream hit the ropes and Cole fell and cut. Dream covered Cole for two. Strong and Fish come down. Strong Fish. <laughs> Strong Fish come down. Red Dragon. But Dexter. <laughs> oh, no. It, it, it was Roger Strong. Never mind. Yeah. So I call him Strong Fish. Strong Fish. Not Red Dragon. Fish Strong. Fish together. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fish grunted, it did that. Can we talk about. That creepy fuck. Dexter, Dexter Loomis, Loomis <laughs> slides from under the ring. And How the long was he there? <laughs> I don't know, but this is the second time he's helped out Velveteen Dream. But I don't know if he really helped him out because he threw Strong into the ref. What a dumbass. Which really caused some issues. <laughs> there was a purple rain rainmaker, but thanks to Dexter yeah. Loomis, there was no ref. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Dream <laughs> took out the UE. He gets uh, he gets hit with a super kick in the last shot, and Cole retains. Cole retains. This was as good as it was gonna get for NXT TV. Yeah, um, it definitely made my list. Uh, and Eo and Charlotte did too, but only because the finish didn't fuck over Eo. Um, so yeah, good stuff from both shows. Uh, I'd go maybe B plus A minus for NXT. A minus. A minus. But yeah, but generous. still better than, better than, better than, uh, we've gotten from both shows in the previous weeks. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Like Dynamite's had good matches over the past couple of weeks, but... This was the first time in a few weeks that the whole show wasn't up for me. Well, let's go back to our last episodes and see what you had to say, John. What do you mean? Because <laughs> I think you get you were pretty pretty high on them. I mean, no. Well, I... <laughs> I don't know why you have to do this to me. Do what? I'm saying we're on record. You're on record for saying that they were good. They were good. They weren't A+. Plus. No, they weren't A+. Plus. I, I believe we gave them B+. Pluses. That's what I'm saying, Tim. What else do you have to say, John? I have to say, that's our show this week. <laughs> uh, subscribe to Armbar Nerds. Whatever that is. <laughs> Some show we do with some Indian dude. Uh, this week we talked... On Armbar Nerds this week, we talked about 
video games and the the uh, the Pentagon's UFO footage that got, that got that got released. Not leaked. It was officially released. Um, there are a lot of sirens happening outside, and I'm getting worried. So I'm going to say. Hit that outro, boy. Next week, we will be featured on the Queen of NE podcast for Money in the Bank Review, which will happen on Monday, which is cool. We will obviously have our NXT and AEW reviews. I hope she didn't watch our top 10 matches of of April because she won't want us anymore. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because that was chaos. I think people liked it. It got four thumbs up and it has more views Maybe more views than the interview. I think, uh, not more than neck and not, neck. Not more than Rohit, but more than Selena. Yeah. Anywho, wherever you are in the world, whether it's morning, noon, or night, you have a great one and peace and voice? love to all of you.